When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome again to the Smart TV podcast from Radio Times. Many of you will know how this works by now. We're a bonus episode of the main Radio Times podcast. I keep saying we, it's just me, David Butcher. I'm going to run through a bunch of shows coming up that are worth watching, plus one that I think isn't. I'm going to start with a lovely, funny new comedy. It's always a joy to stumble on a new sitcom that really makes you laugh. And this is called Here We Go. It's on Fridays on BBC One. If you're listening to this on the day we come out, then it's tonight on BBC One at 8.30. And it's the premise is quite basic, really. It's just a regular suburban family where things keep going horribly wrong. Uh, you know, there are teenage kids, there's a slightly eccentric uh, grandmother figure. To give you an idea, the first episode just revolves around a gift voucher for an amusement park that the dad buys for the mum as a birthday present. And as always happens with those kind of experienced gift vouchers, you know, you pin it up on the wall and then it's, it get, you forget about it, it gets closer and closer to the time when it runs out. And then finally you think, oh my lord, we've got to go and do this thing before it expires. And so that's what they do in a massive panic. To give you an idea, the cast is wonderful. It's Catherine Parkinson and Jim Howick who play the, the parents. Alison Stebbin is the grandmother. It's written by a guy called Tom Basden, who's also in it. You might remember him as the newspaper editor from, from Afterlife, if you can picture him. The whole series is going to be up on iPlayer once episode one goes out. I particularly recommend episode three that has one of the best slapstick visual gags I've seen in a very long time. So that's Here We Go. Uh, Fridays, BBC One, 8.30. So now, for some reason, there are a lot of shows on this week that feel like mashups of other shows, which is how TV works very often. You know, this thing was a hit, so let's add a bit of that, which was also a hit, and do a kind of hybrid. This show is called Richard Hammond's Crazy Contraptions. It's on Fridays on Channel 4, 8 o'clock. So this is, put simply, it's Scrap Heap Challenge, if you remember that show, meets The Great Egg Race, meets The Bald Game, Mousetrap. If you ever played Mousetrap as a kid, um, that's the sort of chain reaction game. Or if you watch those YouTube videos of what they call in America Rube Goldberg machine. So basically it's chain reaction machines where one thing triggers another. You've got a, a swinging croquet mallet that knocks a kettle that fills something up that makes a billiard ball roll down a tube into something else and set off some fireworks. It's all that kind of thing. It's great fun. But the idea here is that it's as if Richard Hammond has this grand old stately home and the two teams have to come along and they have to make machines for him. So in the first one, it's a machine that will make his bed, but it will make his bed from two rooms away. So they're in the bathroom, they have to trigger a whole load of things that go through the bathroom, across the landing and into the bedroom and put the bed right. As you can imagine, it's great fun. Richard Hammond's a good presenter. 
The teams create lots of really interesting stuff. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's a good thing to watch with kids. Any kids interested in science will enjoy it, but also probably ones that aren't. The only minus point is that in episode one, it's an entirely male affair, which is not great. It's the presenter, the judge, both teams, they're all blokes, which is a bit poor. That doesn't send out a great message to kids who are interested in engineering. But other than that, it's a very cool show. It's kind of educational. It's Richard Hammond's Crazy Contraptions, Fridays on Channel 4 at 8 o'clock. So I should also mention, this is really just a public service announcement for people who are very into Ozark. The final seven episodes of season four of Ozark are available now on Netflix. They've just been released Uh, That's the kind of final chapter of this extraordinary bloody saga of a middle-class family who have moved out to the sticks and are very involved in money laundering and so on. It's a great show. TV shows often don't get to kind of wind up properly because they get axed or they leave things on a cliffhanger. This should have a proper satisfying ending. So that's all out on Netflix now. Another drama that I won't go into in detail, but is definitely worth mentioning. Uh, They talked about this on the main podcast, D.I. Ray on ITV. And it's kind of all this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on ITV at nine o'clock. It's about an Asian detective played by Paminder Nagra, who's investigating a murder in Birmingham. And it's a pretty straight ahead police procedural. But it's really interesting because we haven't seen an Asian woman as the centre of this kind of story before and it brings up lots of interesting stuff about that. So that's D.I. Ray Monday to Thursday on ITV at 9 o'clock. Now, another mashup effectively. This is Jay Blade's No Place Like Home on Tuesday on Channel 5 and this is Who Do You Think You Are meets Secret History of Our Streets. Both brilliant shows, kind of cunningly blended in this This is, of course, the lovely guy from Repair Shop who wears the flat caps and the cool specs. And he's exploring his own past, but he's also exploring in the process interesting bits of social history. So he goes back to the streets where he grew up in Hackney, northeast London, and he learns about things like the first ever air raid on London which was in World War One. This was like a Zeppelin flying over London, dropping bombs, and one bomb landed in the back garden of the pub on the street where Jay grew up. It's obviously many decades before he was around. But there's lots of cool stuff in this show. It's a bit London-y. It may be more of interest to Londoners, but I think it's of interest to anybody. And Jay Blades is always a really engaging presence on screen. So that's No Place Like Home, Tuesday, Channel 5, 9 o'clock. Now, next up, this is a weird one. This is called The Staircase on Sky Atlantic. If you're a real kind of true crime buff, you may remember there was a Netflix documentary series called The Staircase way back. It was also on BBC Four. This is back in the the early noughties. And it was about the death of Kathleen Peterson, who died in 2001, having... Well, either she fell down the stairs or was pushed down or was bludgeoned. Uh, This was all in this grand house in North Carolina and her husband, Michael Peterson, was charged and tried and all this was exhaustively followed in an extraordinary documentary series that kind of helped spark the whole wave of true crime 
fascination and the podcast and everything else. It was kind of the godfather of all true crime series. And now, a long time later, it's been made into a drama. It's the same story. It's got Colin Firth as Michael Peterson and Tony Collette. She plays his wife. She brings Kathleen to life in a way that obviously wasn't possible in, in the documentary. And taken just as a drama, it feels quite like The Undoing. Do you remember that show, that dr- American drama with Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman about the rich couple in New York? So it's, here again, it's a picture-perfect, wealthy American family. It's a blended family. There's lots of stepkids and so on. But there's something very amiss at the heart of it. And I won't go into all the, the, the twists in the story for people who don't know, but it's very rich material for a drama. It's pretty grisly at times. And in the end, it all hinges on an unknowable incident at the heart of a story and a very enigmatic central figure who's played very well by Colin Firth. If you're really into the story and you watched all of the original documentary series, maybe this won't add much, but just on its own, it's a powerful piece of work. So that is the first three episodes are on Thursday on Sky Atlantic starting at nine o'clock. Now, very different kind of thing. Imagine this Monday meets a guy called Jacob Collier. Now, when I say Jacob Collier, a lot of people will look blank and say, who's he? Other people will go, ah, he's a genius. He's extraordinary. He won, he has won. He's the only British musician to win a Grammy for each of his first four albums. Nobody else has ever done that. And yet he's far from being a household name. He's the guy, you may have heard his stuff. He does very elaborate harmonies. It's kind of jazz stuff, stacked up acapella vocals, microtones. He plays a million different instruments. He originally became famous through his YouTube videos, uh, which were picked up by people like Quincy Jones and Herbie Hancock. He got a record deal. All his music he makes, or, or most of his music, he makes in his bedroom at his mum's house where he still lives in North London. And that's where Alan Yentl goes to visit him and see how he does what he does. He's a real kind of music geek, but he's also a really enthusiastic, interesting, charming young man. And I think this will be of interest if you like classical music or jazz or pop. If you're into music at all, it's fascinating because it's a very particular vein of kind of stuff that comes out of YouTube, but then it's gone absolutely global. And Yentob, you get the feeling he's slightly bemused by all this, uh, as he often is, but it's a great watch. That's Imagine Jacob Collier, The Room Where It Happens, is the full title, uh, Monday, BBC One at 10.40. So another mashup show this week is called Great British History Hunters, which is on More 4 on Wednesday at 9 o'clock. And this is... Time Team meets Antiques Roadshow meets Detectorists. And uh, very simply, it's just following these guys with metal detectors who go around finding cool stuff. Uh, sometimes they find stuff that's incredibly beautiful and valuable. And it's so it's following them. It's also about the British Museum experts who come in to kind of appraise stuff and let them know. So that's the kind of Antiques Roadshow element. There's some really sweet characters involved. There's some wonderful, wonderful artefacts. And it's just got, if you remember the BBC4 sitcom Detectorist, it's got a nice kind of sense of that world of gentle people pursuing their hobby and occasionally maybe stumbling on a fortune in ancient treasure. So that's Great British History Hunters, more for at nine o'clock. 
So now, my one to miss this week, and as so often with the one to miss, I feel bad saying don't watch this because it ought to be really important, great television. This is Our Changing Planet. So the idea is, it's a really ambitious plan that the BBC have got to follow the fortunes of a bunch of different habitats, ecosystems around the world, from California to Africa to Iceland to Asia, with some of their top wildlife presenters, Chris Packham, Liz Bonin, Gordon Buchanan, Steve Backshall. And they go to these places and they meet conservationists and so on. And obviously, we desperately need television to find a way of jolting us out of our complacency about climate change and fire everybody up and fire politicians up and businesses and so on. This isn't it, sadly. I was really open to its message, but it's just a bit dull. Uh, We just see the presenters, maybe they're emoting over the sad loss of some elephants or something, or they're lecturing us about how important it is. We know that. Or they're just in a beautiful place, and it kind of feels as though the pictures are fighting the message because it all looks so lovely. But if they're going to be keeping this up for seven years, they need to find a way to make it more interesting because at the moment, sadly, it feels like a big missed opportunity. So that's a great shame but I wouldn't bother watching our changing planet. Just to end on a slightly more upbeat note, it's the World Snooker Final this weekend. That gets underway on Sunday, and then it's on Monday afternoon, and Monday evening should be the climax of that. It's always great watching snooker. We all know that feeling. It's not like any other sport on TV. When you get in the kind of snooker zone, it's just completely gripping, slow, intense sporting drama that's like nothing else. So that's all for this week. If you want to find out more about any of these shows, uh, pick up a copy of Radio Times, the magazine, or go to the website, radiotimes.com. We'd love you to get in touch on social media if you've got any ideas or suggestions. If you like what we're doing, if you like the show, do spread the word. Otherwise, thank you very much for listening. My name's David Butcher. I hope you can join me again soon. Till then, bye for now and happy viewing. <laughs>